0: So I'm going to be completely transparent with you. And when I think back on where I am now in my life, both professionally and personal, personally, with the amount of peace that I have found within myself personally over the last few decades or so, um, with the amount of uh, success that I have been availed and the amount of success and the opportunities that I'm in the current process of going after, I'm gonna admit something that I have been hard-pressed to say for a long time. I've been very hard-pressed to admit it. And the thing that I'm gonna say, it may actually ruffle some feathers because many of you, especially those of us who are women, may or may not be completely transparent about believing this, but here I go. I think I stayed in school way too long I think I overeducated myself for no specific reason because I cannot figure out where the disconnect is between all of the degrees I went after versus where I am today. Now hear me out. Give me a second. Some of you are going to be like, I'm clicking off now, (laughs) but give me a second. I'm going someplace with this. I am a typical Caribbean kid. Um, my family came to this country, and education was drilled in us from the time I was as young as I don't know, maybe a newborn. Uh, LOL. We were always told to get a good education, get a good education, master your subjects. Um, in in our home country Trinidad and Tobago, it's a very English standard thing where you're going for common entrance and you're going for entrance examinations and sitting A levels. We are used to consistently being pressured to achieve more because the educational standard told us that if we did well here, then we can excel anywhere. And so I was one of those kids that I pushed it. I kept pushing it. I pushed, I pushed, I pushed. In addition to the fact that I also wanted to be seen and viewed as a person who was very nice, very accepting, very lovable, very likable. Um, People wanted to babysit me. I had the whole nine yards. But see that education thing? It, it was a narrative. It was something that was ingrained in me from the time I could literally remember walking. All I heard was school, 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 school. And I thought it was going to be the most important thing. So when I got to when I got to high school, I was struggling a little bit because math and I have never been friends. I don't know why two plus two just never equal four. It was always 22. And I, I struggled with it. And so I was like a straight A student in everything else except math and even biology. Um, I just couldn't i couldn't grasp the concept of numbers, or maybe it's the way it was taught to me, I'm not sure. Um, and in my upcoming book, I give a little bit of credit to a woman who follows me on Instagram right now, who I love daringly, like if it wasn't for her, I, I think I'd still be in high school in, in my mid-40s, Miss um, Ellis. <laughs> she was my high school math teacher, my senior high school math teacher, and she saw where my deficiencies were, And she talked to me in a language that I understood to make it finally click like it took so long for it to click that when I finally found somebody to help me make it click, it clicked and I got it and it made sense. And so when I went to college, I took that same principle where I had to pick professors that had to make it click. Because I went to college for at first what was political science and it ended up being international history. And then I wanted to get an economics degree. And then I wanted and and I had to get a, a geography degree because economics and geography go hand in hand. And then I went for finance and I did a whole bunch of stuff. And then I signed up for law school. And then I went, I got all these freaking degrees. And then when I was finished with it all, I was thinking about getting that Ph.D. I thought about it. For a long time, I, I got all the information. I was sitting with it. And I was like, yes, I need all of these degrees. Yes, 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 yes. This is what I need. So I got, the, I got this master's degree, that master's degree, that certificate. I went and took a class on, um, on intellectual property law because I thought, okay, I could go into intellectual property law when I'm finished with law school. So I took a class before law school. And I went and I sat with this woman named Dr. Waters. And she, I mean, when I tell you my educational curriculum, Beate, is a mess. It's like a mess. Like, what the heck did I do? And I always say that I stayed a little too long in school because what I was essentially doing was I was hiding. I was in hiding because I thought that if I came out with all of these degrees, that when I got out into the real world, someone will see all of this mastery that I got from all these prestigious universities and automatically give me what I was worth. And they would have no question that I was more than qualified because I was taught that this was the way to get in. And when I got out here, I found out the hard, cruel truth about being overeducated is that I had no experience doing any of this stuff. So I have all the degrees, but I have no experience doing the thing that I said I was going to do. Mind you, I didn't go to school and just sit there. I was working while I was in school, but I was working exactly within my profession. So I wasn't working at McDonald's while I was doing my economics degree. Not at all. I actually worked for an economist. I I was going in congruence with my degrees. But unfortunately, I got staggered in this way of thinking that this was going to help me to accelerate. Now, for those of you who are like, Carol, I still believe in education. I'm not discounting education. What I'm discounting is that none of that stuff preparing me for the real world. What I had to learn how to do, and this is what my new book is all about, what I had to learn how to do is I had to learn how to articulate this stuff. And that's where I struggled. Because the one thing that school didn't give me, that only life gave me, was the ability to communicate. I could not communicate what I, what my value was. So when I tell people I specialize in economics, well, okay, so what do you want to do with that? And then I couldn't figure out how to translate what I knew from where it could be used. And then I struggled for a little bit. And this is why my journey into before, uh, my business, I struggled in corporate America for a while because I couldn't quite figure out where I was going to stand. I had all these ideas and all these big dreams. I remember when I first met my husband at that time, he was my boyfriend, I was like, I'm going to school in Washington, D.C. I'm getting ready to go to George Mason University to go to the university for the School of Law and they have an MBA program. And I couldn't figure out what I was doing it for. And he was like, yeah, 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 okay, let's go. we went and I toured the school and then I said, okay, I'm going to go to George Washington, and, uh, and, no, Georgetown instead. First I went to George Mason and then I went to, to Georgetown and I'm like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to become a staffer. Yeah, I'm going to become a White House staffer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to." And I could not translate what I learned in a book to what I needed to do on the outside. And the scary part about that is luckily I figured out where my transition point needed to be. And I got out of that hiding behind a book and learned how to put myself out there. But for many of you who are listening to the sound of my voice, you haven't quite figured that out. And it's not because of school, it's because you're hiding behind some type of, of pillar, some type of post, some type of, 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 of shade, some type of bush, because you are hoping people will find you, but you can't articulate exactly what your value proposition is. And so when you go into certain spaces, you feel muted. You feel like you have to dim your own light because you don't feel qualified as opposed to those people who are excelling and accelerating past you because you can't figure out how to do it. My issue is that the difference between where you are and where you want to be is all in the value of articulating yourself. Once I learned how to use my voice and how to use my vocabulary in a certain way to be able to fix certain situations so that people knew what my value was. I realized I spent too much time worrying about what acronyms were gonna come after my name. So I could say that I'm Carol Sankar, J-D-M-P-S-M-A-A-A-B-C-D-E. Like I was worried about that. And that was never gonna get me anywhere. And I didn't know that at that time. Had I known that, I don't think I would have wasted so much time because I thought that that was the key to getting in. And so many of my friends that have not half of the degrees that I went for and half of the training and the certificates and the, and the this and the that, half of that, they were going past me because they knew how to communicate. And the reason why this book is all about communication is because I think that that is the thing that stops so many of us as women Because we are so concerned about where we feel self-consciously. We're like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I have enough degrees. I don't feel as qualified as, you know, Anne does. I don't feel as qualified as maybe Mary does. Because we compare ourselves to the person who can articulate themselves. We're not comparing ourselves to people who are more educated than us. We're comparing ourselves to people who are in a position where they can communicate their value more than we can. So here's what I want to tell you. You got to get out of the shoulder of believing or the shelter, not shoulder, shelter of believing that the thing that you're hiding behind is going to protect you and that people really want to play hide and seek. I'm telling you, decision makers do not come out of their desk to play hide and seek. Games are over. And so those of you who are hiding behind this shelter of saying, well, I've got an MS, NBC, ABC, CBC, ALA people are not looking for those types of labels. Don't get me wrong, they work in certain settings. So if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a scientist, a researcher, those things work for those industries. But other than that, you'll find yourself hard-pressed to look for somebody who's looking for you because they don't play hide-and-seek. The thing is that you have to learn That the difference between where you are and where you want to be and the reason why you feel self-conscious about whether you think you need more education or whether you think you need more training, more conferences, the reason why you consistently seek information is because you're comparing yourself to someone who only knows how to articulate themselves. Even in this book, I share a lot of stories about the fact that so many of the things that I went after, after I got through this milestone of figuring out, Hey, you don't need another degree, Carol. You you don't need not one more. When I got to that level of milestone and figuring out what I didn't need any longer, you would not believe how getting out of my own way and simply articulating myself is how I got to the Brooklyn DA's office. And I I share my stories in the book about how I got a, a job there. Well, that was amazing. Um, because I articulated myself in a class and that person you know, made sure that I got an opportunity to interview at a place that you needed a degree for and I had not a degree at the time. I articulated myself to get into the corporate sectors of so many of the most prestigious law firms in New York City. I had no experience whatsoever when people say, well, how did you get in and who did you know? I knew nobody. I just knew that I did great work at the Brooklyn DA's office and they put me on to being in the private sector. And it's the same thing in my business. You wouldn't believe I started my real estate journey as an investor with no experience whatsoever, but I talked my way into multimillion dollar rooms and I'm still doing it today. And all I do is talk my way into it. It's not a conference, it's not a certification, it's not an education, it's not another degree. It's simply me learning how to vet certain opportunities and then learn how to articulate and become the person I need to be to get into those spaces. And that is how I've changed my life. I'm not a salesperson, I don't try to pretend to be one, but I learned how to sell the most important commodity I know, myself. And that's all that is separating you from where you want to be. I can talk about confidence till the cows come home. But if you don't believe in yourself, nothing that I say is going to make any sense to you. Because if you don't know how to communicate for yourself, believing in yourself is just not going to be enough. Because a lot of us believe in ourselves quietly, but we don't articulate ourselves publicly. And if that disconnect is still there, then we're always going to have this issue where there's going to be hidden talent who's sheltered behind something, hoping that decision makers are getting ready to play hide and seek. And I'm here to tell you that nobody's coming to look for you. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to find you. Nobody's going to go and be like, oh my gosh, I need somebody with all these letters behind their name. They're not. You have to learn how to be your best marketing team. And that's all you got to do. So get ready. (laughs) No explanation required is coming. I'm super excited about this book. You can feel free to check it out on Amazon. Pre-orders have already started November 23rd, 2021. The book drops in stores and I'm super excited about it. Check it out. See you soon.